Are you working hard to keep yourself limited and playing small? Is that working for you? If not, would you like to be changing that now? What if the key to activating your wealth was in the willingness to embody the abundance of possibilities you are? Would you choose it? Join in the conversation now on Living Well with your host, Keisha Clark, and receive tools and facilitation to clear the points of view that keep you stuck in limitation to begin choosing your abundance and living well right now. <laughs> good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are in this big, beautiful, amazing, magical, delicious world. Hello and welcome to Living Well here on A2Zen.fm. I am your host, Keisha Clark, and I'm here today with my co-pilot, Lily, who chimed in right at the top of the show as well. We're both uh, giving you some hellos in stereo. <laughs> so, hello. <laughs> oh, my goodness. It is Friday, June the 17th, at least for this 10 seconds. And if you are listening in the future, so grateful that you're stopping by to catch a replay. And if you're listening live on June 17th, so grateful that you are tuning in. And in either case, whenever and wherever you're listening, I'm grateful for your contribution to this conversation. And if you're just joining us for the first time, uh, I'm Keisha Clark, <laughs> in case I, in case you missed that part. And um, I, wow, you know what? I'm a whole lot of things, a whole lot of energies. Um, primarily, the ones I like to play in is, uh, of course, as a radio show host here on A2Zen, um, as a co-host of another show called Sexually Speaking. That's a web show each week. And um, an intuitive medium creator, uh, gosh, <laughs> catalyst, change agent, um, alchemist, sage, and uh, all-around um, interesting different kind of person. And I bring whatever really um, is appropriate to bring in the moment when I'm working with people. Um, so I haven't really given it a specific name. Um, so if you require a name, then um, make one up. That's fine with me. <laughs> and we'll keep going. <laughs> oh, thank you. I have some I have some, uh, some shouts from the chat room. Uh, goddess and priestess, I will happily receive that. Yes. <laughs> so. I like playing in those energies as well. Um, and if you have not already joined us in the chat room, please pop in. All you have to do anywhere on the a2zen.fm site, you'll see a red bar near the top of the screen. And one of the words you can click on is chat room. If you do that, it will ask you to give yourself a name. And you can just come on in. You can even be somebody, you know, incognito if you don't want to give your actual name. We don't dock points for that. So... <laughs> but do come in and join us. Um, it's a fun place to be. It's one of my favorite things about this platform here on A2Zen is that we get to have live chat during the shows. It is always such an amazing contribution. Um, and thank you for everybody who's popping in. I'm so happy to see you, and I adore you, and I'm so grateful for you. And if you cannot come into the chat room, that's totally fine. If at any point anybody would like to call in and bring a question live on the show, the numbers to do that are near the top of the screen on any screen on A2Zen.fm. Or if you're in the chat room screen, you can actually look to the left of your screen and you'll see the options to call in there. There's a number for the U.S., there's a number for Canada, and there's a number for the U.K. And if none of those work for your part of the world, you can actually Skype us if you have that installed on your device. Just click on the Skype icon and call us up. So wow, 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 wow. How did I get so lucky to be a radio show host? <laughs> With this amazing show, with the amazing adventures I get to have with this amazing show, wow. 
Um, this is episode 81 for me, ladies and gentlemen, and I'm just tickled. <laughs> so if you missed any of the previous shows, uh, or if you'd just like to hear them again, um, you can actually go to my archives page. If you go to my author page on Living Well, you can I'm sorry, on A2Zen, you can just click on my picture on the host page. It'll pull up the page that shows all my upcoming shows. And if you click on the word archive, you can actually access all of my past 80 shows. That's just so cool. 80 shows, you guys. And this is 81, and I'm so excited. <laughs> and last week, I had a nice coming out party. And thank you to everyone who came and played with me for that and who has since um, played with the replay and and for all the feedback and the love you are you have offered me and are offering me about that um and just the encouragement and the joy and the gratitude and the wow um thank you it's it's quite an honor and it feels really pretty freaking awesome to uh to just be openly playing with this now in my conversations and in the way I'm doing business and in the changes I'm making with the way I do business for me um so thank you it was a huge contribution to me to my life to my body and being received by you in the way that I am being received is is amazing so thank you um and and how much more fun can we have with all this woo-woo stuff we talk about? Um, and what if woo-woo is just one of the many words for it and it doesn't have to be the definition of it? And um, when I am playing with the amazing group of beings that I get to play with, um, it's 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 just normal. What if what if woo-woo is the new normal? <laughs> For many of us, <laughs> I don't know that it ever hasn't been the normal. Um, and what if we can just now embrace that more and and be embracing all of our gifts, talents, and capacities, bringing them out into the world with more ease and joy and allowing that to be creating something different here for ourselves and for the world. So, wow, just so beautiful. Thank you. So today, what are we talking about? Well, my beautiful friends, <laughs> we are talking about honoring our father. Um, I'm not typically one to do, well, I haven't been one to do a lot of stuff that pertains to the upcoming holidays. Um, I've kind of put in my two cents worth about things from time to time because, you know, I do that. <laughs> I have interesting points of view. And... <laughs> <laughs> and the topic of men and relationship with men and, you know, the gift of men, um, experiences with men in the world is not something that I've really chosen to undertake so far on my show. And um, I'm changing that today. How cool is that? So today talking about honoring our father, um, yeah, what kind of relationship do you or did you have with your father? And was it really, what is it really to honor our father? <laughs> uh, I know that that can be a tough statement for a lot of us. Um, and what about the people who did not have a father uh, or never met their father? Um, and I know technically, yes, if, in case some of you little smarty pants are saying, well, everybody had a father because everybody required genetic materials who's in a body. Yes, I get that part, but we'll talk about that in a moment. Um, so what about the people whose fathers were cruel or abusive? And is it just a made-up rule that we honor our father? Or is it just a choice? Wow. So I'm going to talk a bit about my story this week um, with the man who was the father energy in my life, who was an amazing father to me. And um, 
he was he was actually blood related uh, by three generations before me in my in my mother's on my mother's side of the family. Um, so not to make that significant, it's just that was the relationship. He was a great what, what we call in the states a great great uncle to me, which is actually three generations back. I know that can be confusing, but we don't have to go into the technicalities of it. Um, but he was with me in a body for the first seven years of my life this time around, and um, his name then was Uncle Henry to me, <laughs> and he was married to my aunt Florence and. Uh, they, when I showed up on the planet, they were already um, a little bit more in what we might call the senior years of their lives, um, or toward that. They were like probably in their late 50s. <clears throat> and so I got to have this really cool relationship with the both of them. And I have always referred to my three parents, because I got to have my mom, I got to have my Aunt Florence, and I got to have my Uncle Henry. And so between the three of them, um, I've just always referred to them in a way as, as my three parents. They were the people I spent the most time with. And my, for some of you, if you've heard my show uh, that I did several weeks back called The Lies of Legitimacy, um, one of the things that I was talking about was the fact that I chose to show up in this incarnation um, without need of a biological father, other than for the obvious <laughs> contribution that he made. <laughs> so so I had my Uncle Henry, and it was so different than, than what I saw most people having in their lives. Um, and I didn't really get that until just probably the last eight or so years of my life, um, of how different my childhood was with regard to me being able to have my relationship with Uncle Henry. And he was the quintessential amazing man. And now this is through my little girl's eyes. Um, and I've actually gotten to know him more um, recently. Um, he's one of the people, he's one of the beings that I frequently get to exchange with even though I don't get to see him in a body right now. Um, so another way that my relationship with him is a bit different <laughs> than what a lot of people experience with their fathers or their father figures. And when this topic came up to, for today, I was, I was hesitant. I had a little resistance. Um, I went into all kinds of reasons, you know, not to do it and, and to, to resist doing it. And I just received the invitation. I just kept being offered, I could say, this invitation to really share this, um, not as a sort of look at what my life was, um, but really as a different possibility for the way we can do relationships and the way we can be now creating relationship um, with the men in our lives, with the father figures in our lives, the father energies of our lives. So um, so I've had some input <laughs> from my peanut gallery, so to speak, and um, I get that for a lot of the way things are done in this reality, in the sort of conventional method, there's this energy of significance placed on fatherhood. And 
I don't want to take away from the honoring of that. I do, I do actually want to, my desire is what can we contribute to that? Um, and what can we be contributing to that? Not just for Father's Day, um, but for every day. You know, um, and I get that Father's Day is the celebration of that. It's the day we set aside for that, just like Mother's Day is the day we set aside to celebrate our mothers. So it doesn't have to be one day. I also am aware that for a lot of people in their reality, the one day could be the only day that there is um, this sort of semblance of a relationship with people who are our fathers. I also get that some people feel an obligation to celebrate this even though they didn't have a fabulous relationship with their father or in the case of Mother's Day with their mother, um, there can be some some angst about it, some real mixed uh, emotions, some real confusion around it. So what can we bring into this conversation today to create more ease, to um, to really tap into the energy of honoring? And And one of the first questions that I'm kind of, perceiving is really are you are you acknowledging the person who has been your father to you your father energy to you or have you um, been under an obligation due to a biological connection and if your biological father was not the person who really was a father to you and and I'm I would like to invite you to take the definition off of the word father and and what does it mean to you Really go from there. What does father mean to you? Beyond what you might have experienced, what do you know father energy to be? Um, my uncle was really everything in my young life. He was a touchstone for me. He was a source of generativeness and kindness and absolutely unquestioning um, devotion to me. He adored me. Um, my aunt used to tell me he adored me from the moment he knew my mother was pregnant with me. And and that rings so true for me. And that was the way he treated me. That was my relationship with him. Um, never, ever, ever was there a moment that he was cross with me or... Um, thought ill of me or said something sideways in my world, um, there was only this amazing honoring. And being introduced to that in my first seven years was truly a gift. And I am now so much more aware of that and acknowledging that um, as I have worked with people and as I just have more awareness of, of the different ways people experience their own fathers and their own relationships with their relatives in their families and kind of a you don't you don't know how good you have it sometimes um i had it amazingly great with my uncle henry and i'm also aware that um that was part of a co-creation that um and some of you might if you if you were here for the show this has been a while back um that i shared a little bit about um, choosing to get here <laughs> so that I could be with my Aunt Florence and Uncle Henry um, as well as to be uh, experiencing, having whatever discoveries and creations with my biological mom as well, um, that I was, it was very clear to me at an early age that I I wanted to be here to 
to have my relationship and celebrate my relationship with my aunt and uncle as well. And so the co-creation of that was being able to acknowledge that was really huge for me. And it opened up, wow, so many more possibilities. Um, so I, I was really, I was blessed to get to experience this father energy in the way that I did from my uncle. And, and yes, we could call him, even though I called him uncle, the energy that he was with me for my first seven years was so much more of what I, what resonates for me as father energy. So um, in contrast to that, I had some interesting experiences with um, the men who wanted to um, play with my mom. And on a couple of occasions that she married, um, very different dynamics with those men. And if I had not had uh, the relationship with my uncle, I can tell you I would have had some very unkind points of view about men for a very long time. Um, the interesting thing that showed up with the men who wanted to impress my mom was there was usually this something that happened and something would trigger for them. And it, it, there seemed to be this notion or this interesting point of view that if they showed my mother that they could conquer me and make me bend to their will, that that would impress her. And so that was a dynamic that played out. And we could go into a whole other conversation about the creation of those particular dynamics and relationships, and that isn't really the topic of this show today. Um, it was, it's merely just to, to offer you an example as well of what else was going on in my young life. Um, and so having the relationship I had with my Uncle Henry was a refuge for me. It was a sanctuary as well. And I'm so grateful that I did have that influence and that, that space to go to for most of my first seven years um, and for what it contributed to me and created for me in my life. And there was a number of years of my life that, that I went to um, big resistance, um, that I went to, to a very unfriendly and unhappy um, set of choices with a lot of the men that I met. And in my childhood, of course, a lot of the boys, my peers. Um, there were many years that I created conflict. There were many years that I spent in total resistance to, quote, unquote, the other side or the opposite sex. And I was basing it on um, many of my experiences that had not been pleasant in my younger years. And then I reached a point that that began to change, that I began to have a different perspective from which I could see a great deal more of the choice and the possibilities available with regard to men. And one of the first things I did was I really made a conscientious choice to stop generalizing them. So for me, just because someone has shown up in a male body or with male characteristics, um, but particularly for me at first, it was you know in a male body, um, I stopped thinking that they were all the same. And that's one of the first things I'd like to invite my listeners to, I invite you to today, is 
if you are generalizing men as a category, as a species, as a particular animal, um, and you are not really having very kind thoughts about them in the general sense, I would like to invite you to begin to ask some questions for you. First one would be, is that really true for you? Um, I heard a lot of people in my childhood talk about stupid men, and men were just out for one thing, and men were idiots, and men would always hurt you. And for a while, I bought that. And so if you're in a place that that is consciously or perhaps unconsciously at work in your psyche, in your world, in your reality, I'd like to invite you to ask yourself the question, is that true for you? Wow. A lot, a lot of charge around that. So everything that's bringing up, I'm just going to ask you, would you be willing to choose beyond all of the places you have been allowing that to stick you, consciously and unconsciously? And would you be willing to keep breathing? And would you be willing to ask some more questions with me for this, the, the, the next however many 40-ish minutes or so of our hour together today? Yeah, thank you. And what else can we create now? What else can we be choosing now? I think it's time we maybe just take a breather. Let's have a little break. Um, and I just invite you to stay with this energy. Stay present with what is coming up for you. We have more, more things to, to talk about. We have more cool stuff to play with and more fascinating things to bring up. And I look forward to doing that when we come back from the break. You're listening to Living Well here on A2Zen.fm. I'm Keisha Clark here today as we honor our fathers and I hope you'll come back after the break. Thanks. Have you begun to ask yourself what you truly desire to create in your life? What if you being willing to embody abundant living was the key to your wealth and to creating greater in your life? And what if that could also be the invitation for more people to be willing to embody abundant living? Would that be a contribution to you and your body and to other people and their bodies? And might that also create more in the future? Join Keisha Clark Empowerment Agent and the host of Living Well Radio Show to discover, uncover, and crack open the wealth of possibilities you are every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on A2Zen.fm. What if you really do change molecules by your interaction with them? What if the change you've been looking for is right before your eyes? What if the uncomfortableness that comes with difference could be fun? What if the closed-minded people of the world no longer determined our world? What if gratitude trumps judgment every time? What if your kindness healed the world? What if the earth is asking for your help? And what if you had the resources to give it? This is your invitation to step into something that Einstein, Marie Curie, Picasso, Da Vinci, Shakespeare, Aristotle all knew to be true. Hi, my name is Dane here. Thirteen years ago I started to truly ask questions. Actually, I started to be the question and everything changed for me. What if there are no dumb questions, or any question too large? What if you being you are the gift and the change this world requires? Is now the time? For more questions to create a change in your world, sign up for a free video series at beingyouclass.com. My gift to you, beingyouclass.com. How much of your life are you truly living? Are you creating your life in celebration of your strengths and capabilities? 
What would your life be like if you were choosing the abundance of possibilities of you now? Connect with Keisha Clark, your Living Well Empowerment Agent now for a different perspective on creating the life you truly desire to be living. Call in with your questions in the U.S., 815-880-8255. In Canada, at 613-800-8736. In the U.K., at 033-0001-0625. By Skype at A2Zen.fm or by emailing Keisha at livingwellnow at gmail.com. Now, back to our show. Welcome back to the next segment of Living Well here on A2Zen.fm. I am your host, Keisha Clark. Thank you so much for um, joining me today and for celebrating with me, our fathers. Um, And so before the break, we had this really interesting energy show up around this thing that uh, a lot of us do or have done around the generalization of men. And I am very aware that this also happens with regard to women. And so everywhere that we've maybe generalized women as well, everywhere we might have been as a woman putting ourselves into a general category of women, would you be willing to change that now? And how much more choice could that give us with regard to our relationship with men, the way we relate to men, not because they're men, because they are people, because they are beings who bring us information as well, whether they're showing up in a body we identify as male or female. So all of the definitions of men and women that you have invested in, all of the definitions that you have upheld, all of the definitions you have defended for or against with regard to men and women, men or women, that one is better, that one is stronger, that one is more wise, that one is more equipped, that one is better um, suited, and all of the roles that have to be assigned to whether you are a man or a woman, wow, would you be willing to at least begin to change this for you? Oh my goodness, Wow. Yeah, I I get that this is an an enormous type of topic. And how does this fit into honoring our father, you might be wondering. And for me, one of the things I'm aware of is as I have been willing and able and choosing to change the way I see and receive and be with those who have embodied as men, the greater I am able to choose with with what I would like to create and with who I would like to be and how I would like to be in the world. And one of the things that I have become aware of um, is we have invested very heavily in these energies of what we what are often referred to as masculine and feminine. And I will tell you um, that for a lot of conversations around those topics, I find myself having a bit of a cringe moment. <laughs> and usually it's, it happens when I perceive the, the sort of motive of those conversations being about maintaining the separation. 
And some people work from that point of view earnestly. They they actually have bought into the belief or the notion that we have to keep ourselves separate from each other in order to identify ourselves, in order to be ourselves, and in order to be who we're supposed to be with the other. And for me, that's kind of insane. And I get that that could be a far-fetched um, idea for a lot of folks. And if it is, and it doesn't really land for you yet, totally cool. I'm not asking you to buy my point of view. I am asking you to look at what your points of view are. I'm inviting you to see very different possibilities. So, so when I'm talking about honoring my father, who in this time has been um, my Uncle Henry, um, one of the things that began that kind of, wow, <laughs> journey for me of, of really asking more questions, I was listening to uh, a conversation on um, a show of um, Gary and Danes with Access Consciousness. And if none of you have, if you're just joining in and you've never heard me talk about Access Consciousness or you haven't heard any of us on the station mention it, um, we do mention it quite often. And that was Dr. Dane here on the commercial as well at the break. Um, Access Consciousness was founded by Gary Douglas about 26-ish years ago now. And for the last 16 years, I believe, has been co-created by um, Gary Douglas and Dr. Dane here. And there was a, they have a radio show on Voice America on Thursday afternoons, and I was listening to one of the shows one day, and this particular topic that day was about um, the Gentleman's Club, which is a class that Gary did a number of years ago, and now they have um, created a book of the transcript of the class. And they had a few gentlemen on the show, and they were having a conversation. And in the course of that conversation, they were asking some very specific questions and doing some clearings. And I had this memory of the moment I realized my uncle, had his body had died and that I would not get to see him again. And I remembered the thought that I had in that moment. And it was the thought of no one will ever love me the way he did. And no one will ever have my back the way he did. And that was huge. And I had been some, God, 20, 30-something years that that was functioning in my life without my cognitive, conscious awareness of it. And when I had that moment, it opened up oceans, <laughs> universes of awareness for me about the way I constructed the supposed to of what my relationship with men would have to be. And it was it was huge. I, I don't know if I can really do it justice with human words. <laughs> I'm going to do my best. Um, what I became aware of over the, the next few weeks and months as I, as I played with that, because I kept going back, you know, I kept re-listening, I kept revisiting 
the topic. I kept tapping into that energy and I kept asking more questions. And I got more and more awareness of how from from that point of view, I had constructed so much of my life in resistance to any and every male and what that had set up in my relationships and what that had set up in my life experience. And everything made a lot more sense to me in, in with regard to what I had been creating. And so one of the things that I look at and play with around when we have these conversations about masculine and feminine is all of the roles that we have assigned those energies and all of the definitions of what masculine is supposed to be and what feminine is supposed to be and what masculinity is and what femininity is. And I, oh, the, the, one of the conversations that really just sets my teeth on fire is when I hear people talking about women who are too masculine and men who are too feminine. Now, I have no point of view that people have those conversations. What really gets my fur in a wad is when when those conversations are had to maintain that masculine and feminine have to be so separate and have to be different and have to oppose each other. When in reality, what I am aware of is that masculine and feminine are parts of the same spectrum of energy. They are simply indicators, and they are never fixed or constant. And for some of you who um, might have tuned in to the show I had about relatives, relativity, and relativeness, everything is relative. Masculine is relative to where the other masculine energy is showing up or the other masculine energies are showing up. Feminine is relative to how and where other feminine energies are showing up. And what makes them masculine and feminine in the first place outside of our definition of them? So, of course, when I look them up in the etymology online, because that's one of my favorite sources, um, of course, they were words that were assigned based on gender, based on the association of what a body was equipped with. (laughs) And then there was a value placed on those words. Exactly. So if we went beyond the assignment of gender and we allowed that to fall away and we allowed the being to show up, what else could we allow them to express? What else would they have the freedom to be in our presence? And again, you might be asking, how does this tie into honoring our father? So let me ask you, what was your father to you? Was your father one who protected you? Was your father one who provided resources for you? Was your father one who beat you? Was your father one who maligned you or molested you? Was your father one who praised you? and made you feel amazing and powerful for who you were? Was your father one who valued you? What energy did you receive from one of your earliest experiences 
of relating to someone who was in a male body, whether you are a male or a female yourself, what was that first impression? That's part of what I'm asking and inviting you to be looking at. Not to make it significant, simply to have awareness. In that moment that I had the awareness about the moment with my uncle that I that I realized he he could not come back in his body. His body was dead. The the where I went to in my seven year old world <laughs> reality was no one will take care of me now. He was the one who was my protector. And he was the one who loved me without question, without condition. He was the one who offered me everything he had. And for some reason, there was this awareness for me that he was so different than the way many men were. And he was also so very different from the men I had experienced. So for me, when I set that point of view of no one will ever be this for me again, I set in motion a very interesting um, <laughs> turn of events in, in throughout many of the next years of my life that actually created no one, no man, ever being able to be that for me. And a second part of this now is I don't, I am aware that I don't have to require that a man be that for me simply because he's a man, simply because he's shown up in a male body. I don't have to require that. And so interestingly, in my young life, I grew up really doing a lot of things that many people would consider masculine. I was very much a tomboy, what they call a tomboy as a child. I loved climbing trees. I loved building things. And and part of that was the time I had with my uncle. He was a carpenter as well as a, an entrepreneur. And so my experiences of being out in the world and engaging with him were through building things and watching him use amazing skills and capacities with power tools to build beautiful pieces of furniture and beautiful items and then when I went on his business rounds with him, he, he was in mercantile trade. And so he would visit different stores, which these in those days they were called hardware stores or handyman stores. And we would visit the stores, and he would wear this particular um, overalls, this kind of overalls, and there was a, what's called a hammer loop on one of the legs, one of the pant legs of the overalls. And so when he would go, and, and we would go into the stores, and he would visit with his, his vendors, his clients, um, I would hold on to that hammer loop. And sometimes I would wander around the store because I loved to go play in the seed bins because <laughs> in those days uh, a lot of things were done in bulk. So you had these big, huge buckets or barrels of nails and seeds and nuts and bolts and you know things that people could buy in bulk. And I would go wander off and I would go play in the seed bins or the, the nut barrels or you know things like that. And um, so I was, I was just, that was part of my experience of meeting the world through his reality was to engage a very much more masculine energy and masculine environment. And, and I now have so much appreciation for the gifts that that gave me. 
And for the longest time, because I had more of an inclination to the energies of, you know, mowing the lawn and building things and, and really being out in nature, I was a little more what people called masculine as a female than other females were. And that I got called out on that quite a bit. So, so what I would like to invite you to play with is what was your first experience? What were your first impressions and experiences and imprinting with the man who was your father? And if there was more than one who, had, who you were able to have this relationship with, how does it get even better than that? And what are the gifts that you can now acknowledge that you were receiving from that relationship or those relationships? And what are the fixed things that you might have created that actually limited your possibilities in the way you engage people who are embodied male, in the way you relate to men? So, we're up for another break. I knew this was going to go fast, and there's like three more shows worth of things we could talk about. So let's take a quick break, because I can perceive where some of us need to breathe. And everything that's coming up for you, I'd like to invite you to keep breathing. And if you could, just allow it to be in your universe without having to make any of it real or solid or permanent. And everywhere you're letting any of it stick you, that you're willing to change, Would you simply be willing to choose beyond all of this and ask, what else is possible now? What else am I aware of? And what can I now acknowledge about all of this? Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. You guys are amazing. (laughs) I don't know if anyone else is perceiving how quickly we can turn this energy, change this energy, shift this energy. It doesn't have to be difficult. And so you're listening to Living Well here on A2Zen.fm. I'm Keisha Clark, and we will be back right after this break. Have you begun to ask yourself what you truly desire to create in your life? What if you being willing to embody abundant living was the key to your wealth and to creating greater in your life? And what if that could also be the invitation for more people to be willing to embody abundant living? Would that be a contribution to you and your body? and to other people and their bodies? And might that also create more in the future? Join Keisha Clark Empowerment Agent and the host of Living Well Radio Show to discover, uncover, and crack open the wealth of possibilities you are every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on A2Zen.fm. What if there's nothing wrong with you? What if you're far greater than you've ever given yourself credit for? What if it's time to know the gift and the contribution you are to the world and to like yourself a lot more? Hi, my name is Dane here. 13 years ago, I started to truly ask questions. Actually, I started to be the question, and everything changed for me. Asking questions opens doors to infinite possibilities. And it's not about finding the answer. It's about being the question. Always. What I'm inviting you to step into is something that Einstein, Marie Curie, Newton, Da Vinci, Gandhi, Picasso, and Aristotle all knew to be true. What if no question is too big or too small? What if anything is possible for you? What if together we could create a kinder, gentler, happier world? Is now the time? Go to beingyouclass.com and sign up for a free video series. 
my gift to you, beingyouclass.com. What if you, truly being you, are the gift and change this world requires, beingyouclass.com. How much of your life are you truly living? Are you creating your life in celebration of your strengths and capabilities? What would your life be like if you were choosing the abundance of possibilities of you now? Connect with Keisha Clark, your Living Well Empowerment Agent, now for a different perspective on creating the life you truly desire to be living. Call in with your questions. In the U.S., 815-880-8255. In Canada, at 613-800-8736. In the U.K., at 033-0001-0625. By Skype, at a2zen.fm. Or by emailing Keisha at livingwellnow at gmail.com. Now, back to our show. <laughs> Lily and I are back. Welcome back to Living Well here on A2Zen.fm. I am your host, Keisha Clark, here with my co-pilot in consciousness, Lily Rue. <laughs> and we're talking today about honoring our father and... Um, Wow, this energy is so amazing and wonderful. And I just would like to say again, I'm so grateful. All of you who are participating in this conversation now and in the future, if you're listening on a replay, please know that you are being a beautiful contribution to this conversation and to what this conversation is desiring to be creating in the world. So I I thank you. And wow, we got to some very interesting stuff around points of view, around definitions and this whole thing we do with men and women, masculinity and femininity and all of the things that we've assigned to those words and what they're supposed to mean and and what the capabilities of each of those words is supposed to um explain, I guess, or or be attached to. Um, So I would like to invite you, if you're willing, for five minutes maybe, would you be willing to throw all of that out the window or at least maybe set it aside? (laughs) You can always go back to it. You can always go back to it. And I know that there are some people who hear this type of topic, who hear this line of conversation and go immediately to that I'm I'm trying to make less of men or women and I'm actually desiring to create greater for those who embody as male and greater for those who embody as female, not as separate energies from each other, but actually as energies that are congruent and synergistic and harmonious that are actually contributing to each other that are actually offering the gifts of themselves to create greater with another so where does this get us to father so a father can be many things and a father can be nothing And for some of us in this world, for many people actually, father doesn't really mean a damn thing beyond a sperm donor. And sometimes that happens in a physical sense and sometimes that happens in a clinic. And it doesn't have to mean that you have obligation or that you are bound to that person. 
What if father is also a choice that you get to make every day? You get to be that or you get to receive that every day. What if that's a choice? And what if we allowed the men who were choosing to be fathers, what if we empowered them? What if we, as women, for one, chose to let go of our resistance to men, of our attempting to prove anything that keeps us distinguished from men? And what if we simply allowed them to have their experiences and experiment with who they be? What if we offered the space to each other to explore what it means to be me, what it means to be you, what it means to be us? What does it mean? Does it have to mean something specific? Or can it mean whatever we find it is for us in what we're creating? So when we're choosing to procreate and make baby bodies, what does it mean as a man? What does it mean as a woman? What does it have to mean? And what does it never have to mean that we can actually allow ourselves the freedom to receive? So would you be willing to allow yourself as a, as a man, would you be willing to allow yourself the freedom to explore what that is for you? Would you be willing to let go of the definitions and the expectations and all the projections that are speared into your world every day and to your body every day that you are supposed to be? And what if you actually allowed yourself to explore what you are? And what if what you are is amazing and has less to do with the particular body that you've chosen and more to do with how you choose to express through it? What if that is a way we can be playing with these masculine and feminine energies? Is What does it allow us to play with? What does it allow me to play with showing up in a female body? What does it allow you to play with showing up in a female body? What does it allow you to show up playing to play with in a male body? And are you willing to allow yourself to go beyond the limitations of what has been defined as the role you have to play based on your body? And for many of us, we see our beautiful sisters and brothers in the transgender communities having their own journey and their own experiences with what it is to be with their bodies and what works for them and what doesn't work for them. And that is, yes, a topic for another show. And it's for me, it's a part of this illustration that there is so much more possible with our bodies and beyond what we have constricted into our bodies than what many of us have been willing to play with. And what if our willingness to now explore more of that for ourselves is what can create so much more possibility for us to be with each other, for us to be creating and co-creating what actually works for us and offering to our children something beyond the vanilla something beyond the the two-choice universe. (laughs) What if we could be empowering ourselves and each other to that? And what if you could have a relationship with 
your father that goes beyond all of the definitions of what father is supposed to mean. So I invite you, friends, this week and on this Father's Day, I invite you to explore more of father and what you have made it mean and what it can now be for you. And if you can free up the man who is your father and just see him for the being and for how he showed up this time, what more could we be acknowledging? And how much more could that be contributing? Not just to ourselves, to our our fathers, to our whole families, to many of us, to cultures and to countries and to various belief structures. And wow, how much could we actually allow to change now? So I honor you, my beautiful, amazing father, who I called Uncle Henry. I honor you and I thank you. And I get to work with you still. And I am so privileged. So, wow. Wow. I would love to play more with you. If that's anything you would like to explore, if you want to work with me, you can message me on my Facebook page, Living Well with Keisha. And it's W-E-A-L. <laughs> and I thank you for spending this time with me. And I think I'd like to leave you with a little something. So here we go. There was a boy, a very strange, enchanted boy. One day he wandered very far, far from home, over land and sea. A little shy and sad of eyes, but very wise. Then one day, this magic boy, he passed my way, and we spoke of many things, fools and kings, and this he said to me, the greatest gift you'll ever learn is just to love and be loved. Thank you for listening in today to Living Well with your host, Keisha Clark. Thank you, my beautiful friend. You are invited to join us every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on A2Zen.fm. In the meantime, what would it take for you to be choosing more of the abundance and prosperousness of you and living well with total ease?